Network. Yo, I'm Mike. <laughs> this is Josh. This is Dave D Money. What, what, what? Dave, it's J Bone in the house. Oh, this has got all the bones. This is the fattest show on the planet. It's called Does It Suck Now? Money, 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 money. Money. We have a lot of sweet music we could work I, with. with this I want to speak for all of us and say that we won't do any more terrible '90s hip hop impressions yeah, from white yeah, guys. Yeah, sorry. That was we apologized profusely for that. I'm not going to apologize for Dave because Dave. I don't think Dave would apologize for that. But the rest of us apologize. We profusely. apologize. You totally stole my Dave. next line. I was going to be like, <laughs> I totally do not apologize. Yeah, I, I'm, I apologize to you, Dave, for for apologizing for you when it wasn't right. <laughs> I know you too well to do that. That's I right. Think- that's the first time I've said fat since this movie came out. <laughs> no, I've, I've witnessed. With I've witnessed some fatness. In 1991? <laughs> All right, I'll In do the intro. Yeah, no. do, do the intro. What no. are we talking about here, Dave? We, this week, for this episode, we watched <laughs> 1991 New Jack City, directed by Mario Van Peoples, starring Wesley His Snipes, mm-hmm. Ice-T, Mm-hmm. Uh, Chud mm-hmm. Nelson, yeah, Breakfast Chud. Club, um, <laughs> Vanessa Williams, yeah. Vanessa, Vanessa Williams. Williams, which I feel like I missed in the movie. Not that Vanessa Williams, no, <laughs> not, and that's why I was like, I don't think she's in this movie. She was Melrose Place, Vanessa Williams, uh, yeah. Alan Payne, Alan Payne. Um, oh, right, G Money, uh huh, and uh, uh, Chris Rock. And Chris the who's who are R&B singers. They got like yeah. all oh. the biggest R&B singers to sing like every scene that needed an R&B singer, which was a lot. And Flavor Flav. And Flavor, Flavor Flav. And Fat yeah. Five Freddy. Fat Five Freddy. Yo, did you That's feel right. like? Did you feel like every song was called New Jack City? Yes. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> it's, it's, New Jack City in the lyrics somewhere. When you hear uh, my alternative titles, which actually are just mostly quotes from this movie. Because the quotes are amazing in this, um, it's that was one of them, and I was like, "We're just going to say it again." There's not like one part where they're like, "Oh, they said the name in the movie." They were like, "New Jack City, New Jack City, Yo, Jack." He does New say, Jack City. Matt Van Peebles does say something like, "If you want to solve New Jack crimes, you need New Jack cops in a New yeah. Jack City." <laughs> wait, but wait, 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 sorry. Like, this was a big question on my mind. So I, I, I watched this and then I was just like, wait, does this take place in New York or are we meant to be in the fictional city of New Jack City? You you didn't see the, you mean the, like the biblical the, city. The words on the screen at the end where clearly, or no, I think it wasn't the word. It's There's this voiceover that clearly says, you know, this is not like this is not a specific city there's ninos in every city yeah but they clearly are are going to great lengths to try to describe this i mean it was not new york new york though it's obviously shot clearly you have it's it's like a character (laughs) it's like a biblical new york though it's like an old school biblical new york that's how i the vibe i got from it You, you felt like they could have been running through like like uh you know tan like I don't know, sand colored buildings and and like those those cool like Middle Eastern like alleyways and stuff where there's like no roofs on anything and it felt it felt, it felt yeah. like that to me. No, that's just it, called the Bronx. No, it, it, it was it was <laughs> weird. They, like, no, but it was like I, I thought it was 
I thought it didn't actually work in the movie, but I thought it was a cool idea of like, this is an allegory uh, and this is like a fictional place and this represents all people. Mm -hmm. And this is like a, like a lesson we're trying to tell you that basically like crack is bad. Yeah, they, they, they allude to that point the whole movie. And then at the end of the movie, they tell you, but let's also, (laughs) let's put it in context, um, context though, by like 1991, especially the fact that flavor flaves in this movie, there's a whole slew of conscious rap coming out from like Queen Latifah and all those sort of people. She also yeah. makes an appearance on the soundtrack. That's right. And then yeah. they also have the video error. And I was like, Dutch shot much. You know what I mean? Because that's all, you know, that Dutch shot thing where they turn the camera to the mm-hmm. side. Like that's all over the place in this whole movie. And I, I think it captures that period of time in hip hop and also like, we can also make an hour and 40 minute kind of music video movie. I'm, I'm just pointing that out. I'm not saying it was good or bad either way for that, but I'm just putting it in context of 1991. Well, it was so revolutionary at the time, I think, like because Mario Van Peoples is a video director. Yeah. He directed a ton of like famous rap videos, and this whole movie just looks like a video that you would see on like UMTV raps. Oh yeah. Yeah. The editing is almost like out of control. Like it's not actually (laughs) uh, precise in any way. And sometimes that makes it really exciting. Like, especially the, uh, the opening bike chase. And then, which goes into the scene on the basketball court where you meet G money and he gets picked up by Nino and Dada man. (laughs) <laughs> and like they do like they do like fast edits when you don't even when it's like funny like you do it as comedic timing but it, it's not even set up as comedy like g money like runs and they do like a whoosh quick edit and then he's in the back of the jeep like immediately like 300 feet away yeah a lot of that did not make sense j-bone makes a good point and it's Bone kind of hard feeds, solo. yeah i know feeds Bone into hard. one of uh, the the issues i had with the movie all these tricks, all this awesome stuff, all the quick edits, all the it's all in the first 45 minutes. And then, and then they and then they try to like develop the story. They they try to yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird the way that they put this movie together. And I had to watch it twice, actually. Yeah, I, because <laughs> I kind of zoned out in the middle of it, the, watching it the first time, and then kind of like came back in at the end. And I had to be like I think I missed like a good 25 there's, minutes of this movie. It's weird in the out. middle. You zoned out because it's zone outable. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a weird, it's like the, the movie we never did. It's above the law, where the for the for the middle half hour is like, what is happening? You could take a nap or you could be paying close yeah. attention, and either way, you would have no idea what's going on. You didn't on. like uh yeah. the we're gonna fix Pookie montage. No, no, that was great. No, 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 no. It was like right after that. Yes. The movie, I, marked, no, I marked exactly in my notes where the movie went off the rails. Yeah. I have a little arrow here and it says off rails. The movie right keeps now. like a really good tone, I think, up until then. And then it's like kind of somewhere around like Nino's rise where he's like. I, I, yeah, yeah, it was it like accelerates. It's, it's the. Yeah, it's the, then it just gets like really confusing. It's like, okay, he lives in like a mansion somewhere. Yeah, like an amazing now. fireplace. It's, it's yeah. when he takes G Money's girlfriend, that whole initial scene. Yeah. So I was, that's where, what I was going to say. When you, when Unique shows up in the movie, she like, they set it up like the whole time you think, like, all right, she's not really the reason this is going to be a downfall of their empire. And they keep saying, like, even Nino keeps saying to G Money, like, why do you care so much about like me fucking this girl? Like who gives a shit? Why do you care? We're so rich. We're doing so much stuff. 
And like the stress of that leads to G money sucking the glass dick sucking and glass becoming dick. hooked on crack <laughs> and selling out his, his like, you know, his family basically. And, and, and even at the that. end, they address it. He's like, like, basically he's like, really? Like you were so pissed off about the, about this girl that like it ruined everything. This girl that you didn't even remember existed until you saw her in right. the club that one night. Like, nah, I wanted, she's a I symbol. Kinda, no, I kind of want to see <laughs> in a weird way, like Wesley Snipes knows all this and we don't. So in right. a weird way, I want to see the movie that's it, that's happening in Wesley in like Nino Brown's mind right there, because I think that is a better way the movie happens. But he right. also I, gets I, sidetracked. I mean? Like no. that's probably why the movie loses itself a little bit because it, you know Nino is the person that the movie tells us it's going to be about, and then for a big chunk of the movie, it's not actually about Nino. It's about uh, Ice T's character. And yeah. I think Ice T is phenomenal in this movie. Like he's really, good really job. good in it. And uh, but Chris the character Rock too is isn't also that really, really good. Yeah, Chris Rock's really yeah. good. Even it's not his fault that we like associate that as like a meme now. Like him he's, sucking the crack. He's, he's iconic because of because of his performance. Right, in this and role. like we good? know his funny faces so well now that it like it's tough retroactively. But yeah, he is really good. Was this before he was on Saturday Night Live? Probably during. I want to say. But we, he wasn't like super. He wasn't like Chris Rock then. You know? Oh no, he doesn't he get that way until too. after his first stand-up special in I want to say late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I remember one in high school. No, CB4. Yeah, CB4. No, nah, but he still wasn't like big yet. Like he no, was the big. One, yeah, the one he did. I no, watched well at known, Solo's house during wrong. a party. Wait, Solo had a party in high school, and I, I guess I like was not enjoying the party, and I was watching Chris Rock on the TV, and I remember like la- like. Oh, no, the party was good. It was a good party, but Chris Rock was so funny. <laughs> Chris Rock was so funny that I didn't care that there was a good party going on because I was just like, I was like, this is the funniest dude I've ever seen in my life. And so that was like probably 95, 96, not, 97 I, yeah, at the latest. That was, it was his first stand-up special when he blew up. Yeah, he had CB4 yeah. and he had a couple of different movies, but really was when they did that first stand-up special and he just, I mean, I think it broke records as a, a movie and as a, stand-up special like he just laid the mark of who he was before then he was kind of like the featured guy who ended up in a couple of movies uh all from saturday night live you know no i think cb he was like tim meadows you're letting letting on what cb4 was like a big deal yeah i guarantee you if you look it up and i'm not that we're gonna spend time doing it it was his stand-up specials that made him a superstar i'm not gonna say that cb4 wasn't a super popular movie and he wasn't well known but that made him like hands down a superstar after. I want to say time. that he was a superstar. Yeah, and back to Pookie. Back, but he wasn't at this, the he time of this movie, which is the point no. of this conversation. Was not a superstar. Oh, before we get no, too no, far, no. the first shot of the movie, I was like, when oh, they're yeah. holding the guy over On the, the bridge. bridge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was you like, know, I love that. Cut. <laughs> oh, I love the, the helicopter coming all the way down to it, too. And I was oh, like, yeah. they didn't cut. They didn't it, cut at all. Yeah. That's in the that's, nondescript city that is definitely New York. <laughs> that is not supposed to be New York. New York City. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, during the lunchtime rush where everybody can see you, we're going to drop someone off a bridge. That's and how Nino Brown rolls. The best part right. about that scene is no, Nino's not even there. Sense. Like, Nino's on his way. Dun, 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 man's yeah. like been holding the guy over the bridge for like 15 minutes. He's like, what the right. fuck is Nino? He's, he's just like traffic. waiting when Nino like pulls up in a car. He's like, oh, you're still here. There was like, a fun fact <laughs> in the you radio, him, you know, <laughs> like, you know how the audio was like all these cool, like it was like city sounds and r- news broadcasts and mu- and music. Uh, and then like it turned into the guy screaming 
in the radio broadcast, you actually hear a news report about the uh, the like massacre of the Italian mafia guys that happens later in the movie. You hear a report of that. It's like an error uh, in the in the, oh, in the oh, thing. Yeah, yeah you didn't know that. I've seen his movie. Wait, you knew that? Times. You're acting like that was like a known fact by people. Hold on, I, I thought well. it was. I I've that. seen this movie so many times that that's why going back and watching it again, I was like, yeah, man, like I definitely looked at it differently now that we're watching it in this context but i i don't know how it was either on tv or on hbo or something but i've seen this movie over a hundred times i I, I would like to read my haiku because i feel like it's a good table setter for wrap it for where we should wrap it all right let me give you a beat i'm I'm, I'm more of a spoken word artist than a rapper man Um, i just deliver um, on my own um, nino um, businessman um, suppose he sells stocks not crack Crap. He is a hero. Hero. Gosh, yeah. um, I feel like you really nailed the feeling of the movie in that haiku. I'm, I'm yes. really proud of that haiku, actually. Thank because you. Because it was a kids little bit like trying to teach us something. So Kareem said yeah. in the beginning of the movie, once or when they when they when they have their meeting and Nino like lays out his plan, which is like we're gonna buy this, we're gonna like run this apartment building. And on one end of it, we're going to make crack. On the other end, we're going to sell it. Nobody will ever put it together. And we'll have computers. That's his <laughs> yeah, big thing. Computers. So Kareem exactly. is his computer yeah. guy. And with Kareem says, like, when he asked, financial Nino asked Kareem, like, right, with Fabi does. Nino <laughs> asked Kareem, like, why do you want to get into the, you know, the drug dealing game? Like, you are you got a job at the bank uptown. You're, you're doing good. And Kareem's like, well, they pay me $400 a week. You pay me $80,000 a week. So that's a little bit more. They pay me four dollars. You're gonna pay me forty million dollars. Eighty thousand dollars a week is like an NBA player now. Yeah, no, he it was, said eight hundred, and you're gonna pay me eight thousand a week. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the math. Oh. Yeah. oh, you put in there for inflation. You threw a couple I thought he said eighty thousand. I was like, damn, that's. I mean, I quit. I do that for eighty thousand. Like, where's the crack? I'll sell the crack. I'll do it for a month. Well, it's interesting. What's interesting about it is they do address the fact that the crack epidemic wasn't connected. Like before crack, drugs were or were run by organized crime, so you had Mm -hmm. to get permission to sell drugs. But then when crack hit, they didn't need permission. And I like, I do like how they address that in the movie. But it was just like everybody Italians. But you also needed permission. Yeah, you get permission from the mafia because the mafia mafia, was running most of the heroin in and out. And you had like Bumpy Johnson up in Harlem who they were selling to. But then American Gangster, he cuts out the middleman. Was it Frank? uh, Oh, God. Can you remember? Yeah, I've seen the movie. It's not the opium right from From, Vietnam. From Vietnam. And he cuts out the mafia. Exactly. He sends it in dead soldiers' bodies. So this gang was based off a gang... (laughs) This gang is based off a gang that the the writer learned about in Detroit that were called the Chamber Brothers. They were a real gang, and he was he was inspired by Thomas. Come again, not those Chamber Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) He was inspired by how quickly and violently they like took over. And I think the movie does a really good job in the beginning when in the Jeep scene when G Money gets in and and like. And they're busting him about like, hey, like, you know, am I Nino's like, am I not paying you enough? Like, what are you doing? Why do you have a side gig? And he said, Nino goes, or G Money goes, I'm experimenting. And he's like, what? And he says, you know, I sell like, I saw all these guys go back in the club to buy cocaine. Yes. I gave them crack. 
And he's like, every one of them came back with two other guys who wanted to buy more. And they're like, all right, boom, that just lays it out. You're yeah. like, okay. It that's, sounds so like, bland when you say it like that. When G Money's like <laughs> actual, when no, when G Money's like, yo, had just gave up this crack about five, about five minutes later, all three of them come back, boom, they want more. More base. And I was like, <laughs> the base base. Head. do you know base why they call head. it base? Do you know why they call it base? Because that's how you, you free base it. Because you no, got no, Yeah, it because you free base it. You and free you know base what the process it, yeah. of free basing is? So, you smoke it so off aluminum foil. With, with cocaine was cocaine was like a rich man's drug. Mm-hmm. So, but the problem is cocaine is uh, has hydrochloride in it. It has like salt in it. So to be able to smoke it, you have to remove the salt. With so baking soda. Before that, remember when Richard Pryor set himself you, on fire? Are you are you now instructing our listeners on how to make crack? I just I'm want to make sure that's where we're going. You can just listen to Young Jeezy. One, he he literally like raps the directions no, but, in multiple the, songs. The way the reason it's like not only is it highly addictive, but people used to cook it at home, and all these dudes did was turn it into rocks, crack rocks, and sell it for ten bucks. Then everybody could get this, and then it, and then that's why right. it was so popular. And also, yes. like apparently, feels amazing. I've never smoked crack, but every crack addict ever talks about their first hit. It doesn't automatically turn you into Pookie splitting a charity turkey with your homeless girlfriend in the lobby of the abandoned building before you physically assault her. Pookie's turn, though. The movie gets bad. And that scene is so good. It's a good scene. Look, Chris Rock, I think, is the best actor in this movie. Wesley Snipes, I don't feel like he's acting. I feel like that's Wesley Snipes. Well, they spend too much time. What it is, too, was that, you know, the whole, like I said, the whole conscious rap thing was really popular. And also Mario Van Peoples' uh, father was Mm -hmm. a a director. Melvin, yeah. Melvin Van Peoples, and he directed a lot of black black exploitation, you know, uh, films in the 70s, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Which so, a lot of black exploitation films are allegories in a lot of ways for things. Right. So but, like they want to make a political statement. And, and this movie is very much in that tradition. Like this is right. Mario stealing from his dad. Like Dolomite is an allegory about how knowing Kung Fu is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also look at it that way. All of those kids who were born in the 70s to or, you know, late 60s to these people now, why do you have this whole movement by the late 80s, early 90s? Because they're all coming from ex-Black Panthers, people who were trying to do the struggle, all that sort of stuff. So I, I also, I think this particular movie, though, they just got too away from really what they were trying to say. They were trying to say it that it got so fragmented that it was obviously like six different movies. And I was like, just stick with Nino. Just stick with Nino and yeah. this would have been yeah. fine. Well, it, could have been a, it started out. It's supposed to be as, Scarface. As, yeah, it's supposed it's to be like a black Scarface. That's what I thought. Yeah. For the crack Honestly, the, yeah, yeah. play Scarface in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Right at the he projects of the movie. it. Like, it's projected direction. onto Nino. Nino like, stands in there yeah. while it's projected on him. That's the scene where Unique it, is like couldn't hilarious. Be any less subtle? <laughs> well, I think <laughs> I like this was There's pretty no early on in, in Mario Van Peebles' like film career, right? Like this is before he really did a lot. This was his first direct. This was his directorial debut. This is first direct. And, it and it's shows, really stylized. I, it's like, I know Dave said that, but it's like super stylized. Yeah, he's like really, he's really, in, yeah, he's really into the style of making this because I think like that's the best part. It's like the clothes, the music, and mm-hmm. and, and that's mostly what the I remember. Crane shots, crane shots, oh, you know, every other scene. It. Yeah, like the look and sound of this I, movie is I incredible. Wanna, and then it's just it's not too much of a movie. I, I want to bounce off it. your point 
Mike. And, and it's so, yes, I'm bouncing off your point. Taking it, taking it higher. It's <laughs> every, yeah, he knows. That's the thing about this movie that's so frustrating is, is MVP knows all the tricks. He knows how to like flash and catch your eye with like every mm-hmm. camera trick and everything's like stylized and shot really well. And you know what he's trying to do in certain things. And we all know it because we've seen tons of movies and you're like, oh, he's trying to, paint himself in this character as like the hard scrabble beaten down by the system detective and like you he know is, like, wait he is not a hard beaten down by the system detective he's like a family man who makes a lot of money but that's and probably thing, like, lives in a nice neighborhood the, like it's the tie always yeah. askew the, the the scene with him holding the baby walking down the beach without any explanation <laughs> while he's oh meeting with God, the drug addicts scene. is the weirdest scene i think i've seen in a movie in forever he was it's, like, they should have added a line of being like, I got, my, I got my daughter. I got and my like daughter. Like a baby born, born or whatever they're called. <laughs> no, there was no baby Bjorn. He's, oh, he's just holding the baby. He's holding yeah. the baby. Yeah, this is the something baby. the movie did do brilliantly, okay? No flashbacks. All exposition is explained within one paragraph. If you pay yes. attention with each character, even then they were like, all right, we think that Mario's character is a family man. How are we going to show that? Give him a baby. So I think that's what I think to, to extend on that, Dave, to extend on that point, I think like this is a movie that was trying to use shorthand to its advantage to be like, you know, these characters, you know, these archetypes, we're going to use them to tell the point. And I think it kind of like it needed to lean a little bit more one way or the other of like, is this a character study where we're going to like see what's underneath the archetypes? Or is this a movie where the archetypes are just going to be over the top and it's all going to be that kind of like story? Someone's in your office. My dog just busted in. J-Bone just... Hide the drugs. In 15 seconds, J-Bone just made the point. J-Bone, hide the drugs. Put the crack away. Put the crack away. Flush that shit. Flush it. Glass dick. We're talking about random scenes. The random scene where, what is it? The first time that Nino meets with the Italian guy. And he oh, offers him the bowl of fruit. They call him and then needles. he starts eating it. the banana and he waves the banana in everybody's face for the yeah, entire movie. That's a different um, movie. That's, that's a character a, yeah. study where, where Nino is, and we get to learn how Nino like fucks with people and like, manipulates I'm not caring them. About, like, I want Nino to sell all the crack in the world in that after that scene. Like it's yeah. not it's not getting those its message guys, across. Those mob guys were so over the top racist. That it was like almost like I think if the mafia was doing business with this guy, they wouldn't be like saying that shit. Actually, I yeah, I, 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 I kind of feel like Nino, Nino yeah. speaks up. <laughs> Nino speaks up for G Money. You get this idea yeah, yeah. that G Money and needles needles are like buddies outside yeah. of their like business world, and and then needles comes in and it's like this total like. 180 where he comes in and he just like insults them with uh that like really horrifying little like racist statue yeah, of, like, oh, yeah. The, the lawn oh, ornament yeah. thing. Oh, that was thing of like why did they go to his club to give yeah. him that that whole part i'm just like this is so what did they think was going to happen like of course you guys are going to get beat the like fuck up by this guy they got out of it oh, easy even the lawn jockey that was the thing he yeah, really yeah. Cut the, lawn jockey. the lawn That's jockey with a noose around its own neck yeah he's like so i'm gonna give up. this to this racist thing to you in your club surrounded by your guys who all have guns and like bats and shit as a peace then, offering as, no 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 it was a joke a, it was yeah. intended i know i know to be mean. yeah right. but it's like it's extra like, insulting also, yeah, around all you guys, about it. 
the mafia the guys are laughing like, about that. Like, ha ha ha. That I love too. That little extra moment at the end of that scene. I'm glad you brought that up when when they cut off Needle's hair and then they send him out and they and like yeah. instead of like cutting the Van Peebles sits the camera on them for a little bit. And you see like yeah. Wesley Snipes like pours a drink really slowly and sips and he starts like smiling. And then the, like the female assassin girl, she starts laughing and they all just like laugh. That's the movie I want the whole time right there. Wait, oh so, yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, quest possibly or definitely racist um, scenes in the movie, can we mm. want to talk about Judd Nelson? I just want to say I, I wrote don't. down during so that bad. scene. Well, I no, wrote down me, during that me... scene, not the ponytail. Don't let me let me make tail. one more uh comment though on the tone because I think um there's something to the way like a black exploitation like a Melvin Van Peoples movie is aged to where some of the stuff is played more for comedy. Yes. Where in this movie, if I think if they had leaned more into it just the strangeness and funniness of it, that this movie would age better. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, I think he was caught between, though, and I agree with you, yeah. Mike. Uh, I think he was caught in between wanting to really say something and and also still have this sort of the dark humor that comes with action movies. And I think yeah. it just all got kind of muddled, and, and I agree with you on that. I also want to say, like, being a history buff and somebody, and all, all of us knowing a, de- a good amount of mafia history, I, I don't think I don't the mafia, mafia. I don't know history. shit about yeah, that. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, you don't know. That. I know. I don't know nothing. Uh, yeah, but I don't think they would have reacted that way so explicitly in your face. I and also that should have been, in my opinion, oh okay. If I didn't know the movie that well, they come in, they get into it with the mafia, war with the mafia. I'd love to see that. Let's see that movie. You know what I mean? We, and if it's fictional, have, have a, Nino Brown win. Thing is like, I think what it's, I'm saying is like it doesn't need to be even accurate like that because obviously everything like represents something in this movie. Like New Jack City represents right. New York. So it's like I wish they would have just leaned into that yeah. and, and been a little not like crazy or just just like taking more weird chances and made yeah. the movie weirder. So I, I just feel like those things would have aged better than him playing in like in a lot of ways he played it safe. You know, it reminded me of fantastical. Like it Don like Amoretto. Right. Was that it his name? Me, so I think this is an interesting, like, Dumb you guys are kind of getting to something I thought of watching it. It reminded me a lot of, the directing of this movie reminded me a lot of, like, early Brian De Palma or even Richard Donner. In the, I'm not Richard Donner, um, the Lethal Weapon guy. Uh is that is that Richard is Donner? Donner? I think it's yeah. I think that's Donner. No. Donner's yeah. Lethal Weapon. First right. Lethal Weapon. The Lethal Weapon director and Brian De Palma, where it's like their movies in the in the moment when they came out seemed really like cutting edge. Like you're like, oh my god, this is like pushing these boundaries of like it's as a new style. And then you go back and you watch it when that when that kind of initial feeling runs out, and you realize how like classical classical filmmaking this is it's like it's very like other than the fact that he throws all the dutch angles in and the color scheme and all the fancy crane shots this is a really simple movie underneath that it's almost like like a song and the dutch ovens yeah that never really found its focus where 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 you're trying to he was trying to convey this message and it was obviously like complex and political but then you kind of just walk away from it being well Crack yeah. And also, let's be, real. let's be real, it's, too, when we talk about when we say shots and him directing, he does decide on these things, but he's also probably got an amazing DP that he has used, director of photography, for people who don't know, 
No, Mario Van Peebles that he probably used on all those music videos. So like they they know like this is the technique we want, or they say what I'm saying is this is not a problem with the style. Atmosphere. Yeah, he's the storytelling. But I'm just saying, I still thought like at least Weapon Two was like really stylized. I don't know, but but like um, Lethal Weapon Two is really stylized, but I I thought that it still entertained me because the comedy still collected uh, connected yeah. to me because the plot to that is just dumb as shit. It's like yeah. not a great well, there, plot. That's the thing. The, the plot script is not great, but the, he but relies like on the tons shorthand. Of they were shipping that Cougaran to Nino Brown. I guess what I was saying was <laughs> there. He's relying on the the sh- like we ta- I said with the shorthand of the characters. He's also relying on like shorthand of movie knowledge too. And like even not even like most overtly with both Scarface movies. And if nobody's seen the the original like 1930 something Scarface with Paul Mooney, it's incredible. And that's where the whole uh, the world is mine thing comes from. That movie has a really iconic ending where he dies uh, after fucking his sister. It's it's hmm. it's a hell of a movie. it's a yeah. crazy movie but the he same, like dies uh, and the camera looks outside and you see this like sign ironically flashing the world is yours you know mm-hmm. after he falls and then like you have nino literally saying that line yeah. the world is mine and then and unique saying it too the world is yours in front of a video of scarface playing being projected on the wall so like i think he needed to lean a little bit away from that and get a little weirder with it that's what well, I want. Yeah, yeah. I oh, completely totally. agree. It's 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 tough to digest in this movie as like to decide how you want to feel about it when you have within 45 minutes of each other scenes like, you know, Pookie crying while, you know, can't he just can't stop sucking the glass dick and he's just you know like the tortured so calls to montage and then that, montage that whole montage and then the like montage. a half hour later you have Nino Brown hanging upside down like Batman snapping a guy's neck in a gunfight. Oh, I thought that was totally. I actually wrote down: Is he the predator? He's the predator. They're crossing universes. Oh, I I actually wrote down like inspiration for Blade because I'm just just like this is the strangest thing I've ever seen. Like in the same movie going on at the same time when they're trying to get a consistent message across, it's all over the place. I will say that's kind of why they slammed the the text message, like not text message on a phone, but the message via text at the end of the movie. That's usually shorthand for we're not sure if you got it. <laughs> yeah, just want to make sure. So you this understand movie's crack about is really like drug bad. dealers and stuff, and they're bad, and crack's bad, and right. Jack City's well, not a real city. It's definitely not New York City. It's every city. <laughs> it could be every city. It's, you it's know what? City. Really, I don't know if I got it when Nino gets shot. Spoiler alert! And dies on the courtroom courthouse floor. I mean, I didn't get that either. That I felt like I needed the text the, afterward. Yeah, I needed that. He literally falls from grace. In the hall uh, of justice. Yeah, in the halls of justice, killed by an old man. Mm-hmm. That was a discussion on set that day. They were like, he's going to fall from grace. Yeah, we're going to shoot that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they repeat. <laughs> they open really with like a shot of grace thing. There's that whole biblical verse like on like graffitied on the wall that opens the shot, which they repeat on like part of like the sound montage at the end this this movie has the subtlety of a fucking rock it's not <laughs> subtle at all this has the subtlety of the like, i didn't have a problem with it not being subtle yeah me either i had yeah. a problem with it not just like leaning into the good parts of it yeah, honestly it, it, it should have been funnier because you it, 
because like you can't convey such a heavy message without having just like a like in this action movie right. setting without a little bit more humor. Which is funny because well, Scarface is hilarious. Like yeah, Oliver Stone yeah. absolutely was being funny when he wrote. I mean, he was being serious, but he was also being funny when he wrote Scarface. But the story we, we too in about- Scarface is we stick with Tony Montana. We right. don't we don't break away. We're really looking at his mm. journey. Mm-hmm. And in this, like Mike said, and I'm sure I'm like, this actually might have worked better if it was, you know, set up where it was all people's little stories that seem separate and somehow come back together because of right. Neo's action. This is like if something. they cut away from Henry Hill in in, in Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah. It's like they, they cut away from Henry Hill in Goodfellas to have like Christian Slater and be hang a out cop with one of the, chasing him. Yeah, to hang like out that. with one of the cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't want that. All right, let's take a pause and come back real quick and go into Dave's names. I'm still, I was like looking at when we were watching, you know, obviously watching New Jack City. I was like, I love all these track shoots. I remember why I like this movie. Also, I love the random shot in the club scene where it's like the two dancers in the back are doing their thing as if nobody's watching them. They're just like, hey, we got matching track suits on and we dance together. We're hanging out in a club. What's yeah. up? <laughs> that scene, that scene was kind of cool, though. The, Get yourselves the, a tracksuit, by the way. If you guys do not own an Adidas tracksuit, you're fucking missing out on the world. Who it's, are you talking to? Yeah, really. <laughs> the people out there. How about, how about a Puma tracksuit? Is that going to be all right? I got one of those. No, Adidas. I got I got it. I used to lose the. Uh, I lost all the pants to them, so now all I have is the tops. Why? Did, how did you lose only the pants? <sighs> it was the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> crack cocaine, man. Crack is a hell of a crack. I take my pants off. <laughs> tops fine. Pants are so restricted. <laughs> I, got, I was with. I was with you half the time, so you should. That's true. We all just I don't, I don't mostly your had your shirt off, though, Dave. That's yeah. very true too. I had my pants off more than you did. Yeah, in diner Especially, parking lots. Uh, <laughs> beat me to it. <laughs> oh, that was the greatest. I did that impression for Emily the other day. Actually, I almost threw so up. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, we got a little while back in the day. <laughs> a while. Oh, oh man. All right, I have a question. Was the Ice T song when he's chasing Chris Rock in the beginning of the movie? Was that song recorded for the movie? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's what I thought. Because I mean, the, song is like, the song is like literally called New Jack City, I think. But like every other song in the movie, <laughs> every the song way. is called New Jack City. <laughs> they did like, they... New Jack City in the then, city. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but actually, that was my. That was my favorite song. I think I remember seeing that video that song is and so then good. wanting to see the movie. Kind of like I wanted to see Deep Cover after I saw uh, one, one Nick 7. Was it 187? 187 on an undercover cop. So this no, no, movie. Deep Cover, and, you know, the song Deep Cover in the movie Deep Cover. Yeah. It's the yeah. song Deep Cover, yeah. you're right. It's the song there Deep was Cover a lot in the of, movie Deep Cover. This was a, a kind of like a moment when, and when, Hollywood, yeah. when Hollywood was kind of opening up to black male directors in a way that it hadn't really before because Mike, you pointed out before we started recording this movie came out and uh, you said boys in the hood was like six months before or after it. And then menace to to society was like the next year. And um, I feel like there's another one that I'm missing too. That was a really big one. Well, right. That was 89. That was was a couple years before. I think spike started to break through and do the right thing's not like a genre movie in the way that 
these other guys were making like this I think genre. It's, kind I think of it was movie. the opening up though, like you said, to black directors. And I Probably. think Spike Spike had a lot to do with that in the I late feel 80s. Like it, I do feel like these directors were copying Spike Lee in a lot of ways, because I think yes. Spike Lee was an independent director and independent film uh, had embraced him. So he mm-hmm. was really popular. And I think like in a lot of ways, like he, he he always could pull off that like balance between making a good movie but also having like a a message and something. I like thought that. John Singleton was probably John Singleton yeah. made Baby Boy, which is one of my ten or fifteen favorite movies of all time. I love John Singleton. I think John Singleton is like probably the most like outside of Spike Lee, the best like craftsman of like movies of all of them. But the Hughes brothers who made Menace to Society and also made From Hell, which is a really, I think, underrated movie with Johnny Depp about Jack the Ripper. Um, yeah, they Ian, have Ian like Holmes. A, yeah. And they also, right, and Ian Holm. And they also made the really awesome and underrated Book of Eli. They have a much more modern mm-hmm. style. And I felt like, like Mario Van Peebles was like, he knew the moves of where filmmaking was going, like the look of films, but he didn't quite have it. Where I think the Hughes brothers were like were like much more naturally like we understand this new language of like action movie and kind of like the color schemes and everything. Like New Jack City is very much like let's put a blue light here and a red light here and yeah. some fog machine in there. And it looks like Highlander. It might as well be Highlander yeah. in some scenes. Yeah. And who uh, made that mistake next? Hype Williams doing belly. Which well, has Hype some Williams, amazing stuff in it. Hype Williams is, oh, is only on. visual style. He's only visual style though. I think the Hughes brothers. I think the Mario Hughes brothers were, were much better. better at like hiding, at putting their message within the context of but story Hype, and the entertainment than Hype Williams is just. He is uh, also a video director. And right. I feel like him and Mario Van Peoples are pretty close to each other, where it's like they direct what I'm saying. Videos, but like they just, they, I, I don't think either of them really ever made that like jump to film, to long form. Yeah. No, it's it's what we were talking about earlier, the the contrast between like you mentioned the fact that Boys in the Hood is basically the exact same time as this movie. And if you mm-hmm. watch these movies back to back, Boys in the Hood is like consistent in its like presentation it's and its tone and its pacing and like everything about it is just it doesn't feel as crazy out of place and aged and it goes back to the writing. Let's be honest here, okay? So whatever original script they had, right? It it all got changed around or was no good to begin with. So they kept Wait, trying to Do you to know that? Are you blanks. assuming that? Do you know the story of the I'm script? I'm assuming that from New Jack City because it was so hodgepodge and lines thrown in that I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know that so for a fact. I'll totally, writers... But I'm saying why um, Boys in the Hood, Menace to Society, Baby Boy, why those are good movies is because there's obviously an understanding along the way, whether it was a script or the, the director changed it or the producer changed it or whatever, but they stuck to a good story from the beginning and that's what was shot. So it didn't necessarily need to be flashy because you cared about the characters. I, I kind of want to blame the editors more than the, that too we were, i think a we lot of this movie mike and i were movie. texting yeah, about how much was, this movie got left on the floor you could tell yeah i think so we were, yeah I, we were all saying that like, and, oh. to the writers missing Dave. it felt like it right like like all of a sudden they're doing something and you're like wait how they get there like you know there's probably a whole scene of like nino finally getting rich and buying mm-hmm. his house and buying a new car or something you know just yeah, like he moved yeah. out of the city so and they like just kind of like 
Go ahead. Whitewash go that. ahead. Go ahead. So what, so one of the writers, yeah. Barry Michael Cooper, is the same guy that wrote both Sugar Hill and Above the Rim. Which they're are both good. But they're, yeah, both they're both really pretty good. good movies. Yeah. And the other writer who I didn't even recognize, he had the first credit. So you got two people kind of, I guess, battling it out over writing this movie with Mario, whose main experience up to this point is music videos, right? Yeah. I, I would say, yeah. Yeah. So and a, he's an actor too. And an actor. So you, I mean, yeah, he also grew together. up like watching his dad make movies. So he didn't know like how yeah. to make a movie but yeah this is he directed this in 91 then posse in 93 which i remember really liking posse i i obviously haven't seen it since like 1993 or 94 but i remember <laughs> really liking it he made a movie called panther that i don't know and then a bunch of other like it was about the black panthers he made, well, obviously he made a movie starring himself yeah. called solo yeah i think he also also he didn't do much great. for like 10 years yeah he made he uh, badass badass was pretty good in 2003 mm. i liked badass and then he did a bunch of TV stuff like, you know, Sons of Anarchy, Law and Order, Lost, like all those kind of things. He kind of, yeah, he kind of faded away from movies. But, but, he, stayed, the editing, but he stayed sexy, okay? Yeah, the, right. yeah, yeah he, he looks great. Point, <laughs> he <so> looks great. <laughs> the most crucially <laughs> underdeveloped character in this entire movie has got to be Judd Nelson's character, right? yeah can we, Judd, can we talk about Judd Nelson's I don't think so my issue with Judd Nelson and I think he's really I remember even like when I was whatever 11 years old and renting this movie from Tower Video 20 times that I thought <laughs> Judd Nelson was terrible because like we all we all knew like like there's always like I'm gonna get really like generically racial here in a way there's always like the white guy who tries to talk black right and it's fine that is that is there are people like that there are people that not just in that example but who adopt like uh dial like you know dialect and language that isn't fit their appearance in a stereotypical way but i didn't think he was even convincing as that kind of character it just felt so awkward his character i think was trying to be intentionally uh like racist and then they try to explain it away by being like don't worry guys i was addicted to crack too i was a poor kid who was addicted yeah, to crack. Like, oh, but he uses the same joke over and like, over again i didn't feel like because this was an ind- independent movie oh uh, white trash <laughs> i feel like they he maybe vario van peoples got people on board <clears throat> with the movie just to like help it out and I feel like maybe Judd Nelson was interested and they didn't, it, it didn't feel like they didn't really have a role for him. Most of the time he's just standing behind Ice T being like, yeah, dude, good job. Yeah, I, like, he's just I like, think he's, supposed to, he's supposed to be like the badass warrior who comes yeah. through in the end in the big gunfight. But like, yeah. they just kind of like, like a lot of sure. things, they just kind of like throw it in a line of dialogue and then you never actually see it until it happened, until the yeah. end. When you hear the names of some of the other guys that they, at least according to the internet, that were possibles mm-hmm. for that role, you have to figure this was a huge role. And they just sliced it down, maybe because Judd Nelson shot all over it. But they, <laughs> John Turturro, Steve Buscemi, James Gandolfini, Nick Cage, Can you imagine Gandolfini? A young Gandolfini yeah. in this yes. movie? Yes. That Mickey sounds amazing. Rourke was another guy that was yeah, possible. Yeah, you need somebody physical. Depp. Yeah, like Mickey Rourke would have been good. Mickey Rourke like, would have been good. Any of those guys. It seems like Judd Nelson really knew what to do. Which is any of those also, guys would have made that role amazing. <laughs> I don't like Nelson somehow. Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. They also made a lot of the paragraph exposition. Uh, sorry, sniffing. <laughs> pretty clear, Stay except for. <laughs> Get off the crack the glass, dig. I'm ready to talk. 
Um, I I think with his character, it was fragmented because was he an ex-biker? Was he a fake mafia guy? He was a, soul, he was a veteran. He and Ice T were both. They're both their characters were were ve- ve- like vets, Vietnam vets, or something like that. They had seen were combat. They? I yeah. miss that. I I'm know. telling I you, that I miss either. that. That's how yeah. Mario Van Peebles tries to tries to like get them to be friends in that ridiculous scene in Ice T's like incredible apartment. The baby beach. Oh no! Ice oh, T. No. The yeah, Ice T's apartment, beach. which no, has like no huge windows, a beautiful view. Yeah, got like a kitchen. It's like the giant open workout area but that's when those downtown lofts were super cheap man because you just had to get around all the crack right crack discount discount. you're making me think of a a, a good sell me a house like a scene that could have been really good i mean that this movie more memorable but kind of like highlights the problems with it which is the scene where they're defusing the bomb that's attached (laughs) to chris rock after he dies and it's so weird i felt like Maybe it was just edited weird or something, but there's just so many chances uh, just to contrast it with the bomb scene in Lethal Weapon 2 when uh, Danny Glover's on the toilet. Toilet bomb. Mm-hmm. Toilet and bomb. It's so, those guys' rapport is so funny, and but it's also you, the gravity of the moment doesn't escape you. But but this moment is kind or of die a, hard. One of the die hards is a good bomb yeah, scene too. They, this moment in the movie could have gone that way, even though it's, it's like incredibly weird joke. and horrific. But it's like he's just like here, hold this wire. Pulled it. Oh, oh no! Oh no! It's good. And that, no, they, like, they threw like, in cliches <laughs> left and right it that were like, consistent with like their skills, what they do, anything, and also what was very funny. Actually, Chris I Rock think about links in that scene too. But yeah, to, uh, the toilet bomb. Back to Lethal Weapon Two. I don't know why they didn't have the line like where he was like, "I'm too old to take a shit." You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I'm just throwing that from the last couple episodes. My favorite line from this movie was, uh, "There was sit your ass back down before I make change." That one oh, was yeah, really sit good. Sit your five dollar ass back. Sit your five dollar ass back down before I make change. Oh, they're <laughs> all in the alternative titles. Let me was, tell you. Yeah. Okay. Well, do it, Dave. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are, yeah. are you, you going to say the? Are you going to use like the best line of the movie though? Which is Ice Tea's line. No. Why don't you yeah. hold on to it? Hold on to it in case I don't say it. Okay. okay. All right. We, I, so, we all I don't know if we is. have any theme music, but I'll be like. Burr, 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 burr. I'll, 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 I'll put some boom bap underneath it. Alternative titles for your ass. It's the uh, Jack City <laughs> alternative title. <laughs> oh wait, wait! Before you do, I thought I thought we were gonna. They should have done a full <laughs> Greek chorus thing with the singers. Yes. I thought they were yeah, gonna do totally. it. Like in the beginning, when they had those guys singing, they had them like in two scenes. They had them singing in an early scene, and then a little bit later, they had them singing around like the the in like that alleyway for whatever reason around like the fire trash can which is in awesome. every movie ever right. that takes place but I was around like, this, this is that's the kind of bold shit that we all i think we're all saying we wanted where like they, yeah, they should have went that. like way into it and be like we're going full yeah. green chorus we're gonna fucking narrate this movie for you with like doo-wop singers on yeah, the street message. corner yeah they need to do more of that <laughs> message yeah stop <laughs> Oh, well, just copy Scorsese. I don't know why he didn't. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much. He copied everybody. I think he like copied Goodfellas Scorsese. came out the same year, and he, I think. And he copied. He copied Goodfellas everybody like and anybody. No, mm-hmm. Goodfellas, Goodfellas was 90 or 91. 90, I think. Okay, so it came out right before it. Everybody yeah. was trying to keep up with Goodfellas. I know. All right. Alternative titles for a city that doesn't exist. Uh, jacking it in the city. Uh, my iced tea, comma, is cold. 
yeah. Crack is whack. Um, crack is whack. Yep. Uh, I made this beret look good. Uh, damn, comma, crack. Uh, <laughs> Dutch shot. Uh, CMB stands for chronic moppy bitches. That's, I don't know what that, I couldn't figure out what it really stood Mopey? for. So it stands for crack Mopey. is mostly bad. <laughs> crack is mostly bad. I like crack it. money. Bitches. Cash money brothers, by the way. Yeah, cash I money know, brothers. Figured it out by the end of the movie. Right. Come on. Money trying. brothers. New, new Jack. Say it again. And again. <laughs> and again. And again. It's the new Jack City. And again. All right. All right now we're getting <laughs> scoongeely eating motherfucker. Um, I'll send you some fettuccine. Kooky <laughs> uh, turkey. Um, <laughs> like jive turkey? Yeah, I don't know. Pookie no, gets a Pookie has a turkey. Pookie has a turkey. Pookie has oh, a turkey. Like a half a turkey. No, and then he's like, anybody want to buy a turkey? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ice tea, comma, cares. Um, <laughs> uh, getting clean montage. Uh, it's like a video club. Quote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, my, one of Go my ahead, favorite uh, quotes. Back to the titties. Um, <laughs> yes. Like that glass dick. Flavor Flav. Just could not say it. Not the pony sale. Things now that happened in the movie. I know. I told you it's mostly quotes. <laughs> if I was you, I'd be looking for the. For the pimples on the booty. Yeah, I've been thinking about that line. Dave, I've been thinking about that line for like three days. And I was like, what does he mean? I don't even know. I was like, what does that mean? Uh, Nino oh. likes to watch. Um, I don't know what I wrote this one. You, you, owe, a, you owe a dookie duke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sit your $5 ass down. I think we already did that. I'm about to make That's change. That's the greatest line. I'm definitely going to say that. to somebody. Wait, you oh, missed the man. best line. You wait, wait, no, I'm not wait, done wait, yet. Wait, 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 wait. It was like business fighting. Okay. Um, Ice tea, comma, going to have threesome <laughs> from the <laughs> wedding. Uh, cancel that bitch. I'll buy another one. Um, <laughs> Nino's tears. Uh, I want to shoot you so tears. bad, my dick is hard. There it is. There, there, it, is. Is. there, there it is. That scene was like, <laughs> I didn't like Ice T's acting in that scene is insane. Yeah, it's like crazy. I don't know, it like doesn't read like any real emotion that I've ever seen. I loved everything <laughs> Ice T did in this movie. I thought it was, it was, it was like a really like, special is, performance. First of all, also at the end, too, yeah. did they invoke Rico on Nino Brown? Because I feel like they were like, you got to get him dealing. And I'm like, you have the Rico statute at this point in history. I don't in history. think Rico was a thing in 91. Well, no, it was because in the 80s, they brought in all the mob bosses in New York about, what, 84, 85. They just had that documentary on Netflix. And they got them all when they started instituting Rico. And that's why you have all those gangland documentaries because – they brought down biker gangs, everybody from that into the 90s. I have a question. 2000s. I have a question. So, so if no, we're being historically accurate. Rico doesn't really come into play in New Jack City. What is Rico? No. Can you guys tell me? I don't even know what Rico is. What's Rico? He did go to my high school, though. Racketeering <laughs> something. Oh, wow. Ra- uh, uh, yeah, it, 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 makes, it makes certain crimes uh, that are most often committed the... by organized crime syndicates yeah. federally prosecutable. Right. Because Who paid for Pookie's coffin? 
who his friends at the funeral? Did you see that those two friends? Really the expensive the coffin. That's like did, a multi thousand dollar coffin. Did he get money from his yeah. settlement from the New Jack City police? I'm sure he did. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He got shot in the calf by Ice T. Well, he oh, was yeah. also killed in the line of duty as an informant. True, but as an informant, I don't think informants get benefits, though. I don't know if that's how it works. Pookie also, was a shitty is... person before he before he smoked crack. Pookie was a piece <laughs> of shit. He he pulled his gun out on the playground and started shooting with no, like kids he around. Didn't have a gun? But that that's what he did. He, no, he pulls the gun out first and fires at Ice T, and that's when Ice T shoots him in the ankle or whatever. And that's why he's so pissed at him because he pulled a gun out on the playground. He shot oh, him in really? the Achilles heel because yeah, he's symbolic. Achilles? Biblical. I just read a good book called never in the Bible, actually. There's a really well, good book called The that. Song of Achilles <laughs> that I just read. You guys should read it. It's really good. The Odyssey is not in the Bible? Yeah. I thought that was like chapter three. Okay. The Bible is what I want it to be. I love just <laughs> random. Also, where did the old man at the end get the Luger? All right, I'm done. Yeah, it's okay. Just it's the it's not He's an old guy. Do you know what Ice T's character's name was? It was a really good name. Kool Aid. Scotty Appleton. Scotty Appleton. Scotty Appleton. Scotty Appleton with the ponytail dreads. Well, they wanted Wesley Snipes to play that. I think at first. Or or it was what was it? Wesley, no, Snipes Wesley Snipes wanted, to play, wanted to play it, and they're yeah. like, "No, no, we wrote Nino Brown for you, Wesley." Yeah, he, and he and, was uh, but then Ice T was like, didn't want to play the cop because he thought that would look bad in his rap career. And then he yes. ended up spending his whole. <laughs> then he ended up making way more money playing cops for the next thirty years. Yeah, I know, I know, for like, a guy oh. that that like came up from his rap career and you know killer. was was a former crip, he sure plays a really good cop. <laughs> yeah, but if you see, go so back all the way back to Breakin'. He's the rapper in, there's like a big dance scene in the beginning of the movie, Breakin'. And he is not into the gangster thing yet. He's so cookie cutter. And I wouldn't even know that he was in a gang at that point. So it's interesting until you get to six in the morning, which is what I think about mid 80s, like 86 or something when he comes out with that song. So yeah, his yes. trajectory is always going to the best place that he can go. And also pimping. I mean, he's, he does that. Right, he, he was that more life. into the pimping thing than the, the drug dealing thing. <clears throat> oh, he was very into the pimping thing. Yeah, that's Dave Chappelle knows. made sure we knew this. <laughs> I met him a couple times shooting his reality show. I oh, him and Coco? Yeah, yeah, he's super nice. I really like him a lot. I'm sure he is. No, like, I think he made good moves in his career, but it is interesting, especially in that still time on period. Whatever, NCIS Law and Order SUV, whatever it's called. No, he'll be on once you're on Law and Order, one of those shows, you'll you'll work until you die. Yeah, you're good. I mean, look at Jerry Orbach. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he made such a big career with all the popcorn. I know. And his <laughs> eyes are still acting in some person now. Do you know that story that when Jerry Orbach died, he donated his eyes? No. Yeah, because no. they ran it. They ran that commercial forever. Yeah. Wait. No one else can see Jerry Orbach. In, I, in I honestly have no idea what you're talking no, about. So right in now. New York, there was an ad. What was it, on the subway or in cabs or something where they were talking about like signing the your organ donor card on your license. And the story was Jerry Orbach donated his eyes to somebody when he died. Yeah. Can you pick what you donate? Can I be like, I'm going to donate my Adam's apple because there's somebody out there who needs an Adam's apple and doesn't have. I don't, I don't know if that's and a your brazil item. No, I'm keeping that. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna donate my brajol. <laughs> there is no part of the human body body called the brajol. Yeah. yeah, there is. Yeah, there you is. have the same you know last name as me, and you know that's offensive. It gets you to college. not say it. It's yeah. offensive not to say it in our culture. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, what part of the of your body would you donate? Wait, Mike, are you saying it's wrong when Dave I'm grabs dead. me? I donate anything. That's and I see Dave, right. every time I see Dave, he grabs me by my crotch and says, "How's your brajol?" and says, "That's traditional." Is that and not then I true? smack your ass and I say, "Your brisket looks great." Yeah. That's what you're saying. That's Italians not do, traditional. Right? Yeah, it's a, it is. So you're it saying is. it goes all the way back to the Romans, and they would the hand up the the skirt that they had on. So 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 <laughs> so you're saying a penis is any kind of ethnic meat dish. You, <laughs> it's interchangeable. That's no, yeah, no one said that. that. Oh no, no, Dave no! Just I, wants to know how your penis yes. is doing. I absolutely said that about your kielbasa. Yes. See any oh, any ethnically yeah. <laughs> tinged meat dish, like goat uh, curry? No, no, your your pork loin would be better. No, goat curry is yeah, like was, poopy no. pants. <laughs> it's delicious. Are we? All right. Um, are we, we lost momentum on this movie? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I can't. We can't. No, you're not going to pull me first after we've just talked about Brajol for ten minutes. I got to refocus. All right, I'll go first. I never get to go first. Right. Let me go first. Somebody yeah. ask me. J Bone. Yeah. Does New Jack City suck now? No. New Jack City. So I'm. I, I didn't expect this of me when we started this podcast. I thought I would be a lot more negative, but I'm going to say New Jack City does not suck. I think, simply put, with all the things we talked about, and I've said plenty already, I think there's too much in this movie that's really good for it to say it sucked. It's not a masterpiece. It leaves a little bit to be desired. Uh, but I was entertained the whole time. I know you guys said it was a little bored. I thought Unique was really funny to watch. I thought she was she gave a great performance. And, like, her dance in the club was, like, hypnotically weird that she yeah. does when he sees him. And uh, I just thought it was it was really entertaining. And the message was heavy-handed, but I didn't care because uh, I love watching Wesley Snipes. And we were well the fuck overdue for doing a Wesley Snipes movie. And I just want to say that uh, if I ever make a movie that – in like a professional movie, Wesley, Wesley, if you're listening, you're in my movie. I will make a role for I'm you. Sure I don't care. He's a big fan. And and some and, <laughs> and in some Wesley reality, Snipes. there's some reality where Wesley Snipes and Val Kilmer in their prime of their beautiful lives got to make like a cop movie together, and it's fucking awesome. And we've been deprived of that. Yeah, this is only the second yeah. one we've done, right? And that movie's called this is our Who first stole, Who oh, Stole no, My Major Banana? League? Major League. Right, that's true. But <laughs> Major, Major League, League, he was like a side character. Like, uh, this is a much yeah. bigger... This is him being a movie star. Yeah, this is like yeah. a Wesley Snipes vehicle. Yeah, right. and yeah. I love it. I'm more so it does not I'll, suck. I'm giving it a does not suck. I'll take it. I, I will... I will. I will Wait, see let me you ask now. you. Solo. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Solo. Yes. Does New Jack City suck now? Hold on. I'm going to hit the pipe first, and then I'll tell you. Plastic. Suck that plastic. Oh my God, you really suck just smoke crack. Suck it up. Suck it up. New Jack City unfortunately sucks now, everybody. Mm. It does. And it's weird. It's a it's a it's an anomaly. It's a phenomenon because it sucks not for <laughs> Menomina. The, um, the amazing <laughs> acting performances of its big three, the snipes, the ice tea, the Chris Rock. Just great acting performances of the three of them. And it doesn't suck because of the 
I don't know, like the the flashy on point directing of Mario Van Peebles, it just sucks because it never comes together for all the reasons that we were talking about earlier. It's tries to do one thing in the first half an hour, and then it tries to do something else in the second half hour, and then it tries to do something else in the last half of the movie, and then it feels like maybe it missed the point a little bit, so it beats you over the head with the message at the very end of it and just leaves you like a crack addict on the corner. And that's... Who could come back to me? <laughs> good, good sex scene, though. That's a good sex scene. I forgot to mention I, that. I don't know. I, I, I may be the only person that feels like that, that woman was not attractive. I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. I really. I. I felt like she was. She looked strange. It's just my opinion. We've all anyway, been scores enough um, that we. It's the haircut. I, it's. It's probably the haircut. But still, haircut it's ninety-one, rough. and even in that context, I, I just not not my type. I guess. Point is, New Jack. She can have babies though, solo, and I, the other woman could not. True. I know, yeah. and that was the it's whole, a little dystopian. The whole a strange point plot, movie a plot that could have been developed yeah. and wasn't developed. Like, right. why, I mean, so many little things. Yeah, like why that didn't Nina want like an heir? That would have been an awesome plot, like like side plot to have. Like, he wants but, an heir. Like, like my point earlier, even the scene where his brother betrays him and he's cr- like crying real tears, like he's acting his ass off on that message. Scene. He just keeps off. That there's snippets of that throughout the entire movie, but there's not enough for me to put it over that 51% right. that it does not suck now. So, yeah, that is it. All right, Dave. Okay, does it suck now? Jack City suck now in the city. <laughs> um, uh, for me, honestly, I don't think it sucks now because for, at the end of the day, I still found it incredibly entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I would watch it again and I would show other people this movie just as an example of a 1991 music video movie. So I don't think it sucks now. I agree with everything that everybody else said. They're, they're, I don't know. It's like pick a plot line and let's not follow it. You know, I mean, I thought the boring part for me was like, boom, we're getting better. Getting off crack, Chris Rock. I'm looking better. My teeth look better. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, shit. I, I'm going to miss you guys. Like that whole scene, I was I like, can't believe Ice T would let on with it. Recovering, yeah. I can't montage? believe Ice T would let Judd Nelson and Chris Rock like put their sweaty asses all over his nice counter all the time. There was also, like five Chud- shots of them just sweating yeah. on his kitchen counter. <laughs> Chud Nelson is in the same loft with them the whole time, and then Sounds throughout like the whole you're movie, Chud Nelson the whole time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I am saying, I am saying Chud. <laughs> Chud uh, cannibalistic Nelson. humanoid underground dwellers. Chuds. Yeah. Chuds. Okay. Chud they live in the sewer. But he's in the apartment the whole time with them. And then later in the movie, he acts like he doesn't know Pookie. He's just stereotyping Pookie, and that's it. And then he has to say the line, like, because I was Pookie. And you're like, but no, man, you were there for his entire recovery. I want to delete Judd Nelson from this movie. I wish I you know. could just like take him right out of he it. He looks like my Uncle Tony so in 1991. Living in really Uncle Tony would have been yeah. better in this movie than Judd Nelson. <laughs> Uncle Tony would have been better. I picture yeah. Uncle Tony. I agree. <laughs> yeah. He would have yeah. been better. He is like, but for me, I was like, I, I still enjoyed the movie. There were enough parts in it. And I'm going to go back to like kind of what we did with Team, Team Wolf that this one got me in a nostalgic way, and I definitely still. You're not very supposed to grade enjoy. it that way, Dave. Yeah, you're not supposed to grade it. Nostalgia. I grade it anyway. Does it suck now? I grade it anyway. My salami no. takes it. Okay, so <laughs> basically, you haven't said pastrami yet. <laughs> do you want a fresh pastrami sandwich I love on pastrami. your face? It's so good. <laughs> 
I slapped down two loaves of bread and a, a buttload of meat on it. <laughs> so I actually still, I think the movie, I enjoy it. I think it has its problems, but I agree that, well, I have to say the nostalgia thing because I just wonder if it does affect me, but I still really like this movie. So I don't know. Maybe if you have to keep but, wondering it. I think we can say it does affect you. Well, I should I just not be on the show then? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just think you, you don't know, have to question. Cancel. You don't have to question it anymore. It just <laughs> you know, it is. Cancel right. this bitch. Cancel yeah. this bitch. I'll buy, buy another, another one. <laughs> we'll bring back Aaron. And I, Aaron, I, I, Aaron they, if you take out Dave, you can you can come on the show every time now. <laughs> I just wow. also love the fact that there's a character called Dudo Man. So that. I love that actor. He's so he's always good. He was in a lot of Spike Lee stuff. He's a really good actor. I also love how the police chief, within not even thinking about it, he's yelling at him and he's like, "I can't do it. These cops are off the rail. I can't do it." And then Myro Van Peebles is like, "It's the only way to do it." And they start to walk out. And I mean, literally, he doesn't even think about it. He goes, "All right." Yeah. Uh, uh, By the way, we didn't touch on this, but they the chief is totally right. They immediately go out and just like have the worst scenario ever like what uh isn't it like <laughs> yeah. um what happens when they they get the team together and then it like they do something they totally fuck up their next like whatever they're no, they, they get pookie they, killed they pookie. and they blow and they, they blow up they the put, building yeah they put the camera on pookie and they send pookie in and that's the oh, right, right. plan but even to, before like, that whatever happens when they first get the team together is also a disaster too well the movie should have pretty much been over when the carter building that they're selling the drugs out of blows up I was like, Ohio, we still have a movie. That part was legitimately like a pretty impressive like hellscape. When they're in the courtyard, it was really like awful. Yes. Yes. We have five minutes and 50 seconds left. Yeah. What up, G? G Money. Does New Jack City suck? Now. So uh, I I think we're going to be split on this one because I do think New Jack City sucks now. Because I think through the conversation, what I'm realizing is what I like about New Jack City is not the actual movie New Jack City. I think it was the movie. I think it was the clothes. I think it was the vibe. But I think, like, would I really want to watch this movie a lot? And I'm just like... And the sex. Like, the more we keep bringing up other movies, you know... um, like Boys in the Hood, That's like a quarter off that booty. Like, uh, <laughs> like Menace to Society. Uh, I, I think there's just like a lot of other movies that are like this that just do it way better. And this movie just doesn't get there for me. Uh, I, I think there's like the message is great, but it's just like if you keep having to tell people what the message is throughout the movie, even though like. We obviously already know what it is because you're saying it in like literally every scene. <laughs> like, is crack bad? It was like a, an early Christopher bad. Nolan. It feels like Michael Caine should have showed up from like a Christopher Nolan movie to make sure you understood the message of what was happening every yeah. other scene. Like, it's like Michael sure? Caine here. <laughs> yeah, crack, crack, crack is, is bad. bad. Right? Crack is just so bad. bad. Now it, this makes me want to watch King of New York, by the way. But, but it's like. Also, I, it came out around this time. I I think this is a really good movie for the podcast just for me because uh, this movie has incredible nostalgic value. Like I was 12 years old or or so, 12 or 13 when this movie came out and I was trying to be cool. And we were, we were trying to dress like these dudes in this movie with like cool coats and listening to like cool. Everybody's watching Yo MTV raps every day. And 
like we're trying to like emulate the style of this movie when it came out. So when it came out, it like hit big in my in my junior high class. But like think now that I watch it, I'm like, oh, it, it's really dated and it's not yeah. dated in a fun way. Like uh, in the way like Teen Wolf is dated or uh, or whatever. What, like, you know, Lethal Weapon also was dated, but it was like uh, there's a certain charm to it that it's just like really missing from this movie because you don't spend in. I, it's really weird because this movie is longish. <laughs> it's like what, like two hours long? No, it's no, not. It's, an hour it's only an hour 40. Hour it's 40? fast. Yeah. It needed to be longer. It's only it's weird because it's it long, right? Like this movie felt like really long. No. Uh, this I, one I'm, I'm, really long I'm, I'm hearing you because I, 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 I couldn't you. I couldn't really attach to anything so I felt like every new scene I'm like trying to figure out like how much time has passed like who did what in between the time from whenever we saw the characters last because it starts in like 1986 right and then goes to like 91 like the present like day years later or whatever right, no, they never no mentioned that yeah. shit by the yeah. way and and you don't know like here's your mind. there's and, one and point I, when they tell you it's like three years later and that's it what? But but the the movie has great characters and it has great potential, but at the end of the day, I think I'm just like it, it didn't stick with me. Like even I, back then, I'm trying to think because like I think like I liked it back then because of the things I talked about, like the music, the style, the vibe. I, I hear you, the man. actual movie. Somehow, in my, mind, in my mind, I had I had had Nino dying in like the trash pile. It for like the last 30 years of my head i know and i was like i was like this is the part where he dies and i was like oh wait he doesn't die and then yeah. we get like ponytail lawyer and everything you get the, no you get the preachy courthouse scene where he talks about how the system right, yeah. is you know terminally yeah which Almost is like a total ripoff of goodfellas by the way yeah That's i'm a total on board rip-off. for all of it i'm on board for all of the message no, but you ripped off like, everything. That's what's great. We gotta say thank you. Terrible. We're running out of time. When Nina falls in the punching, trash, all we, is, all we get is all we get is Ice T's dick is hard. That's it. That all right, it. we're out. Podcast. Thanks for over. listening, everybody. <laughs>